0: This is a BoardWalk Audio podcast. I just wonder what it's like, because I find those countries, because n- uh, my experience of like new people from New Zealand, it was, very, it was super kind and very polite and well-spoken, um, but I find those are the countries that have the gnarliest parliaments with the most, like the British parliament, the yelling that happens there mm. is delightful. So I wish I had, le- I need to like do some more research. I wonder what their parliament is like. Do you think they wear the cool little like
1: hair? pieces
0: most likely they're commonwealth I hope so <laughs> I like when they make the women wear them too it cracks me up right the <laughs> curls
1: just wouldn't stay in right if it was their natural hair <laughs> oh yeah, the struggle exactly. is Exactly. it's
0: trying to create equality Kelsey <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're trying to create equality Well,
1: that's how it isn't like in like marching bands and stuff there's a re- like you wear the hats and stuff with your hair tucked up because you shouldn't be able to tell if someone's a boy or a girl out there on the field mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then you like put your hair in ponytail and then the boys with the long hair got to put their hair up in the ponytail <laughs> <too and laughs> teaching them how to use bobby pins it's <laughs> great <the> okay <laughs> podcast
0: we're making a podcast about 30 rock podcast we're making a podcast about 30 rock
1: we're calling it top 30 to me it is great hey guys it's kelsey i'm kimmy and this is talk 30 rock to me talk
0: 30 rock to me our podcast about all things 30 rock liz lemon night cheese and what else is on this show uh page uniforms yes ties
1: yep. scotch mm-hmm. I'm just gonna start. Li- can i just keep
0: listing things oh go for the i, whole I just want to see how
1: many more things you can uh,
0: list uh sofas um <laughs> political humor uh
1: Oh, all right, I hit my limit. Lizards. Lizards. Uh, Lizzing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lizing. Oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> and cut. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, before we get started, just a reminder that if you buy things on Amazon this week uh, or anytime, use our link that you can find at boardwalkaudio.com slash talk30rock to me. Click support our artists and you can buy things on Amazon and we get some money back to buy fun things for ourselves mm-hmm. and the podcast, not just yep. ourselves, mostly Kelsey. ourselves.
0: So, Kelsey, I know... We've talked about this recently, but any good Amazon purchases of
1: late? Any good. Well, no, because I got into an argument with Amazon the last couple of days. I'm sorry. What? Because I couldn't log into my account and they kept saying, turn off your two-step verification. And I was like, do you see that it's on? No. Like they confirmed it was off and then they kept telling me to turn it off. I'm like, number one, I can't log into my account to turn it off. So like it was like this whole thing. Like I called them late on a Saturday night and they said, you'll hear back from us in one to two days late on a
0: Saturday night. This will, they won't they is yep. killing me. So then,
1: so that was one to two days and then they didn't call me back. So I waited eight days and I called them back and I was like, Hey, still can't log in. They're like, you'll get a response within six hours, three days later, still hadn't heard back. And I called and talked to the third lady. She's like, I can fix that for you. And within 30 seconds had it fixed. I was pissed. Mm-hmm. But so I couldn't buy anything on Amazon because of that. I couldn't log into my stinking account.
0: Duh. I was
1: annoyed. The struggle was real. First world problems right there. Fair enough.
0: Well, you know how I was supposed to buy a phone case? Yep. I didn't, but I will and I will use our boardwalk audio Amazon link to do it.
1: You know what I did buy? What'd you buy? I'm now realizing because I was still logged in on my iPad. I'm like, I thought I did buy something. That was a whole story about my, my phone and my computer. I couldn't log in. I bought us a new microphone and cable. <laughs> That's how we're doing I this forgot right about that. <laughs> now. I bought that. This is very meta. Yep, this is exciting. Um, now that we're done talking about the things that we like to spend money on.
0: It's a segment that's happened
1: organically, but now it's my favorite segment on the show. <laughs> what did we talk spend about money on? Women be shopping, you yep. know? Story of our lives. We are not here alone today. It's not just women here today. We have Matt Manser. I pronounced your last name right, right? That is correct. Yay! Yeah. Matt Manser. Yeah. It hasn't
0: gone well every time. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a <Yeah>. struggle. No. <laughs> this is the fifth take of this.
1: <laughs> and we know him through another Boardwalk Audio podcast called Skeeterial. Is that how you pronounce it? That's how you pronounce it. You guys have been tearing it up.
2: Tearing it up. (laughs) We're searching for Skeeter from Muppet Babies (laughs) and uh, doing the best we can. Mm -hmm. I love that so much.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I listened to an episode of yours because I don't have a ton of memories about Muppet Babies. I have one very specific memory of it, and it's like... I was on my way to a make wish trip because my older sister had leukemia, and we were like in the limo on the way to the airport, and we were watching Muppet Babies. It's kind of a very weird, very specific memory wow. of it. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was great. She's fine. She's fine.
0: Um,
1: but yeah, that's what. I, so I was listening to your guys' podcast, and I was like, oh yeah, that's what I can remember about that. But yeah, so Skeeter is missing. Skeeter is not in the adult Muppets. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's very troubling.
1: <laughs> so I'm.
0: I'm sure everyone asks you this. But I'm going to ask it anyway. Yeah, ask. I was just curious. Like, this is, it's the dumb, like, how. But I'm just really curious. What made you be, like, w- what made you be, like, this is bothering me enough where I'm really going to get to the bottom of this?
2: Because um, I have
0: things like this that bother me, too. But I've never chased them hard.
2: Well, uh, uh, Eileen O'Connell and I—I Eileen, my it's my co-host, uh, we worked together. Uh, we worked together working on this, for this website. And uh, we were, I guess, not doing our job. And... Instead, <laughs> uh, I think I had posted on Facebook something about, uh, like trying to figure out like which which truth about how the Muppets all met is real because Muppet, Muppet Baby suggests they all met in this nursery, whereas the Muppet Movie suggests that Kermit was in the swamp then he went on this road trip and met Fozzie yeah. and then Piggy and all these other people. Yep. And I like I didn't know like which one was real. It's
0: different canon. You got it's yeah. got to get established correctly.
2: Yeah. And then uh, Eileen said uh, also. We never see Skeeter as an adult. And we're just like, whoa, oh, my God, <laughs> that's true. Uh, like, where is she? Then what happened to her? And then I think the mystery kept gnawing at us because that was like two years before we started the podcast. That's awesome. <laughs> and then I saw that they're doing a reboot of Muppet Babies. that I think this comes out next year. Yeah, I, I saw like, that, well, too. Well, should, we should really investigate Let's this. Let's get to
0: the bottom of this and make sure that they, Skeeter gets the representation yeah. uh, deserved.
2: Yeah. So it's our belief that the show Muppet Babies is is real, is a documentary. <laughs> yep. I think we all can agree that's a it's a real show depicting yep. the real events of the Muppet. So the Muppet movie is yeah. is not real. Mm, and I think okay. this reboot of the Muppet Babies is sort of more like fan fiction.
1: Okay, okay. I don't, it's don't a
0: know if to theater. your uh Something to your uh original Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. yeah. I don't even know if Skeeter's going to be on the reboot or not, but it's not real. We don't know where the real Skeeter is. So.
1: Interesting. Now they're going to try and erase. Oh, well, Skeeter never existed. That's going to be might. interesting. Yeah. Where Can you even watch Muppet Babies? Is it on Netflix or who, where do you watch it? Uh,
2: just on, on YouTube. Oh,
1: okay, I okay. love that. I just found another cartoon I grew up watching. I watched Squiggle Vision on YouTube the other day and it was great. Um, the only show that I've watched on YouTube is Where in the World is Carmen San Diego.
0: Oh, snap. Yep. <sighs> when are they going to make that with J-Lo? Anyway. <laughs> um who is who owns the, for the rights to
1: it by the way that's amazing
0: but this oh. is a great mystery to get to the bottom of now i mean i'm assuming mysteries come to an end you guys are working towards it do you already have your sights on another mystery in the future You're or you like, is this your life though, work
2: you? yeah we're watching an episode at a time mm-hmm. um so we'll keep watching until we get to the end or until we find skeeter mm-hmm. um i don't think we have our eyes at another mystery because this could take a while. Fair enough.
1: It's <laughs> very true. I
0: mean, take yeah. your time. And maybe this is your life this is like your life's calling is to get to the bottom of this. Yeah.
1: When there's there's several seasons of Muppet. I didn't realize how many seasons there were, but I looked at uh, there's like a bunch of seasons. It's like
2: 7 or 8. Yeah. It's like it's over 100 episodes. Uh we'll also I think we're going to be going beyond the Muppet babies. We Into just Muppet, Muppet canon. We, yeah, the whole Muppet canon. We, the Muppets actually just performed at the Hollywood Bowl mm-hmm. for three straight oh, nights. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: Did you guys go? We went.
2: we went, and then we did an episode about that looking awesome. for some clues. Diskeeter um, was not there yeah, either. as yeah, yeah. we, <laughs> we didn't expect her to be, but we were hopeful. Hopeful. You never know. Yeah.
1: Pops up from the side of the bowl. Like, okay, oh, hey, I'm still alive. I'm good.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like, okay, podcast is right. over. You, see, like, the for,
1: you
0: just <laughs> see, like, the silhouette. You chase around the corner and yeah. gone. Yeah. This is a noir yeah. in my mind. I'm sorry. I'm like really, <laughs> yeah. really leaning in. This is great. Yeah. I yeah. like it. Very
1: cool. Cool, cool. Yeah. Um, well, before we get started with our thirty thirty segment, what is your what we call it our meat cue? What was your meat cute with Thirty Rock? Is this the first episode you've ever watched? Have you watched it? What's your story with Thirty Rock?
2: I watched it uh all the way through uh when it was on. Uh always been a big Tina Fey fan. Uh uh it's after either the first season or second season, me and my writing partner wrote a Thirty Rock spec script. Oh no way! So uh, yeah, I have a, a history with with Thirty Rock. That's awesome. Uh, I'm trying to remember what happened. I think we have a Liz dating a network sensor
1: That's really good. <laughs> I love that.
2: So there's some some conflict there, uh-huh. you know, like the writers don't approve of it, that kind of totally. thing. Totally. Yeah. That's awesome. And I think it was before. It was kind of before the Liz Jack friendship was firmly established. We kind of wrote it based on season one and two, okay. and I think more of the later seasons were like that's kind of firmly established. So I think we're, we're missing that in our spec, but other than that, I'm pretty happy with it.
1: That's mm-hmm. awesome. <laughs> that's Have so you cool. rewatched it multiple times once at all since it finished?
2: Uh, no, I used to. For a while, Comedy Central showed reruns of it for a while. Uh, I didn't know I've, that. Yeah, for a little bit after interesting. it went off the air. So I'd, I'd catch some reruns, but I wasn't, yeah, I hadn't, hadn't rewatched it. No, okay.
0: WGN did. I didn't realize it was Oh, yeah, Let's WGN hope. too, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: But yeah, okay. I haven't seen, I haven't watched an episode in a couple of years.
0: Mm-hmm. Got it, okay. Interesting. So then coming back to it, because something we found is the way it ages is really interesting. Some of it is very timely and some of it is very outdated. <laughs> I don't know, coming back into it, and this episode, this one isn't as much of a topical one as other ones, but did you, how did you find it aged on you coming back to it?
2: Um, it's more like I would, kind of more just I don't know if I was really watching it again sort of in the context of how it aged so much it's like oh yeah I remember I remember these jokes yeah, and yeah these yeah. were good jokes mm-hmm. oh this is the night cheese episode okay
1: <laughs> that's uh, you got our, our it, the what is it called the inspiration for our logo is this episode <laughs> mm-hmm. the night cheese I got yeah. so excited me too I was like oh my gosh I this lost one? it a little bit <laughs>
0: yeah. <but laughs> yeah
2: yeah I like I Remember that the night cheese song, but it sort of exists outside of the context of the the plot line itself. Totally,
0: that's how the show really works. though. the jokes stand on their own enough. Where I yeah, I don't have any sense of when what things happen. I don't remember what happens in the Muppet episode. I just remember it's a Muppet episode. You know mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: I feel like the like the Simpsons too. Like like the Simpsons. Like if I rewatch that, it's like there's like so many famous lines. But if you watch an episode, of, oh, that lines in this episode that has nothing to do with the rest of the story, mm-hmm. and I think that's the same with like like Thirty Rock stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you have any favorite characters or stories that you remembered from your first time watching through that you really really enjoyed?
2: Um, I don't know. It's uh, it's hard to remember. There's <laughs> uh, so much. Uh, when you're talking about the the Muppet, obviously, I yeah, I have a Muppet podcast, so kind of seeing the world as Muppets is it was pretty great yeah
1: wonderful. we just talked about that one like three or four episodes ago so that was (laughs) we like that one a lot it's such a good episode it's absolutely amazing
0: uh th- she must her and carlock must have like a weird relationship with uh the muppet team because then they got that sesame street episode and kimmy schmidt that's very weird oh that's right i just like wonder what like what is the henson viewpoint on uh because they do weird things with muppets and i'm very intrigued of the hensons because the hensons <laughs> are very protective of their uh property yeah uh, as i've seen many a time they're really intense about what goes out and so sometimes after that kimmy schmidt episode i was like how did they feel about this <laughs> yeah this i'm very curious
1: yeah. intriguing
0: mm-hmm. cool but um, I guess I would love to know, particularly as someone who, you know, loves comedy, writes and all this stuff. What about, what do you think makes 30 Rock unique? Like, obviously, we really love it. We think it, it's incredible. But we find a lot of people experience the show very differently. We find it's very meaningful to a lot of people who work in comedy and who love comedy. What is this? Sh- what makes the show unique to you or what makes it stand out?
2: Um, yeah, I think just like the the, the writing is mm-hmm. just... It's just so good. Uh, it's just like well-crafted jokes, like and in, in different kinds of jokes too. It's like some are character-driven, some are just funny lines, but it's just like they're just always coming at you constantly, in different ways. Yeah,
1: <laughs> definitely. I think it's it's exhausting sometimes. <laughs> yeah,
2: and it's just just like yeah, well well-defined characters who I'll have a unique character game. And I sort of like sort of take that to extremes, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if I don't know if like Kenneth or Tracy, if I don't know how much if those people would exist in reality, but kind Kenneth they make you believe it somehow that these characters could exist, yeah,
1: that real people exist- I mean if <laughs> you've ever seen Tracy in real life or any of his interviews <laughs> like oh look, that is a real human being, <laughs> yeah,
3: mm. Mm-hmm.
0: No, I think that's an interesting. It, they make you love extreme things on this show. I think it's the main reason I know. Growing up, my parents didn't like it. They're like, it's just weird. It's just too weird. But that's what <laughs> I loved. It made me fall in love with like let, loving people for their quirks and their strange moments, and really like, yeah. I don't know, cherishing those things about people that were not that people are weird and out mm-hmm. there, and that's really wonderful.
2: Yeah, even like the Liz and Jack friendship, they're like very different people, mm-hmm. but they still. Uh, they can look past whatever political or any other kind of differences they may have, which is in today's climate is kind of, uh, of. unique yeah. and <laughs> <laughs> maybe something we should be working towards. Right. Very <laughs> much. I think yeah. that's an
0: excellent point. And that's what's so I think healing about this show is you get so many different people all like dealing and like overall like loving each other, even though they drive each other
1: nuts. Yeah.
0: Um, it's very pleasant to watch.
1: I think so, too. hmm. Mm. Cool. Well, should we move on to 3030?
0: Thirty thirty. Thirty thirty. Thirty thirty.
1: Thirty thirty. Thirty thirty. Cool. I think are you doing thirty thirty today?
0: Yes, it's very short. Okay. I've been really afraid of all these American horror story cults. Commercials. I don't like them. These ads around town are the worst. But Cheyenne Jackson's in them. That's all.
1: Oh, is he really? He's in it. He looks
0: like it's so funny because it's Danny, but he's like really serious. He's got those like giant eyes.
1: Which, if you've never watched third Dark before, you don't know who Danny is yet. But he's coming.
0: Oh, oops, sorry. We just (laughs) talked about it before. So I was like, oh, we all know who Danny is. Um, he's just that was. It's literally that he's in the trailer. I'm assuming he's in it. I'm not gonna watch it. Looks very scary. (laughs) Sarah Paulson looks upset. I don't like when Sarah Paulson's Mm -mm. upset. It made me cry in O.J. So it's not something I'm going to watch, but I keep watching Hulu and, um, or I keep watching, or I keep watching, um, I think it's been mainly Hulu. It's the only place I ever see commercials anymore is on Hulu and they keep playing it and I don't like it. So I
1: want to know what you're watching because I'm watching Will and Grace and all of my previews are for great news. So what are you watching that you're getting? The American I can't horror remember story what I was watching now that I think about it. That's an excellent question. That's, I don't know if it's because like, I'm getting the sitcoms because I'm watching an NBC sitcoms. So I don't I don't know. If I only watch smart sitcoms.
0: Enough. Maybe it was the uh, when I was watching a Rick and Morty.
1: Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. That's the, the dark only thing I
0: think of because I've been watching Superstore. Yeah. So not going to be an American. Horror story who
1: else has your login?
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, literally with the the girls I live with, it's literally Superstore Mindy Project. That is all we're watching. <laughs> uh, I mean, maybe there's a Mindy Project American Horror Story like audience crossover. Yeah, um, there must be. But it's been really disturbing. I'm not a fan. I can't remember what I've been watching before that that would do it. I only watch comedies, so nothing that earns that. I'm not interested. And I will not watch it because I tried to watch one of them once on a plane next to a TV critic, oh. and or she was watching it, and it was just Adam Levine having weird sex with someone, and I was like on Adam a plane, Levine and I wasn't happy to be there. Adam Levine is in American Horror Story. The Maroon Five. I didn't just say the one that's on Workaholics, right? I I flip them around. You. S-
2: you said the you said the Maroon Five okay, guy. Okay, cool.
1: Yes, he's yeah. On I an episode of American Horror Story. I didn't know he was. On yeah, and he just horror like it's like it's
0: like a classic horror thing where he's like having sex with his girlfriend and then they get killed. But I was just like trying to be on a plane and this woman next to me was watching it because she was a TV critic,
1: <laughs> um,
0: and I was just horrified. So I was scarred. I can't do it. But Cheyenne Jackson's in it, so that's fun. Good for him. Oh, that's good. Getting maybe
2: maybe that's why it popped up as a commercial. Like, oh, you you watch Thirty Rock? Here's a commercial.
1: That's oh, yeah, That's probably the number very one true. thing I would
0: think actually. That, that makes, makes sense. more sense than anything else, because I was not happy about it. Or it says, I've it. heard
1: you screaming in horror about 30 Rock leaving Netflix. Here's something else horror-related. Here's horror 30 Rock related. horror. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: <laughs> you like 30 Rock horror. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... Oh, we we funny. hear your
1: tears. Yeah.
0: <laughs> not a fan. Not something a fan. Else. But, uh, you know, good. Ryan Murphy is very successful. Good for him. I liked oh, The People for Soji Simpson. Mm-hmm. So, make more of that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Cool. Well, do you happen to have anything?
0: And pretty much, literally, this will be like, I ran into Jack McBrayer on the street. It's like the silliest thing, but we just will see. Oh, we saw something having to do with Thirty Rock this week, and it made us think of Thirty Rock.
2: Uh, let's see, I, I do it once before Thirty Rock when I just had seen Jack McBrayer on Conan. Uh, I was in a uh, a spec uh, a sitcom spec writing class, and for stage reading, someone had to read their spec. Jack McBrayer was one of the people. Reading.
1: Oh, cool! Part of the that's script reading. <laughs> I like that.
2: Maybe like twelve years ago oh or something. Oh my god, that's really cool. As baby.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I was like, oh, it's that guy from Conan who's really funny, and then he was, then he was on Thirty Rock. Because it's
1: so
0: funny, and then yeah. he became so also, much more. I love more. him on Conan every time. Yeah. Yeah. He just like Conan would be so mean to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was so sad.
1: Well, it's just like his role in Thirty Rock.
0: Pretty much, everyone's like just it. mean to him because he's so smiley. You just like eat. yeah. He'll just smile through it. <laughs> That's really cool, though.
1: So the episode we're going to talk about today is season three, episode 19 of 30 Rock. The ones. You know, this is a word I invented to describe my uh, the love of my life.
0: <laughs> I invented this. You were the first person. I'm the to first person. But you'd be Why? like, where did you you'd hear You'd be it? like, la une.
1: Like, you, you'd go French or something. El, El
0: <laughs> uno. That was my favorite. Oh, how would I say the one? W- I don't know. Oh.
1: Yeah, uh, on. um, La on. The, uh, long, 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 yeah, yeah, Lone. there we go. Yeah, we, it, we got we our
0: did friends. Did we, we all take French? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <we did. laughs> I think we might have. I, okay, yeah, <laughs> I did, yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> way. long. or,
2: so, or, or Lune, depending on the, the you, gender, yeah, I guess.
1: I, I guess Kimmy would be, yeah, you're talking long. about a male or a female. Mm-hmm. Well, funny, well, I'm glad. So when we get it's to this long. later on, there's this whole screen That pops up That's all in Spanish And I sent it to a friend To be like What does this say Amy I
0: translated I it for me Because she <laughs> was <laughs> here Yeah, yeah.
1: I sent it to John And I'm like What does it say I don't want to type it Into does Google he Translate Does Spanish
0: mm-hmm. Very good for him Spanish No Spanish? Amy translated My sister translated She watched these episodes With me this morning I like it. And she translated all of it So I wrote down some of it <laughs> I love it
1: <laughs> Very um, Okay so, ro- so this episode Aired on April 23rd 2009 Director was Beth McCarthy Miller And writer was Jack Burdett My office is calling me I'm not going to answer you Go away um, My recap for this episode Is that Jenna falls in love with a paramedic and goes to extremes to find him. The pranksmen go to extremes to teach Jenna a lesson. And Jack learns of the extremes that Elisa has gone to while in love and goes to Tracy for advice. Your thematic writing is just getting better and better. I just want to like bring (laughs) that out.
0: You're (laughs) like, ooh, extremes. I found a pattern. (laughs) I just wanted to call that out and just like affirm you. Thank you. (laughs) Thematically, you're doing excellent.
1: Every like three or four episodes, I'm like, I'm going to take the time to write out a recap versus (laughs) like, and then this happened and then that happened. Mm Um. So I think the first storyline we should talk about is Jenna. And this paramedic.
0: What <laughs> soap opera did they find him on? I mean, he's seriously, beautiful. That sure. hair, that head of hair. That's like he I looks thought it like might have
1: been the hair at first. No, it,
0: it, he looks like. You know what? He reminds me. Reminds me of the singer in That Thing You Do that all the women are in love with. Mm, um, I haven't is seen this that in a very TV long Show time. reference. <laughs> <laughs> is this Two Orange County? All right. Anyway, <laughs> reminds me of someone from That Thing You Do. That's all.
1: <laughs> yeah I've probably seen that movie once.
0: It's filmed in orange when we were six. You have to have you seen okay Matt, have you seen that thing you do
1: i think I think
2: I've seen most of it in chunks.
0: I'll take it. I'll take what I can yeah. get. It's Tom Hanks' directorial debut and it's a delight. The music is incredibly catchy. The writer of the music now, right? He wrote Stacey's Mom. Yes, the guy from Fountains of Wayne. And now he writes for a lot of the uh, Craziest Girlfriend songs. Oh, interesting. This is amazing. And the movie is adorable. And it's where we got Tom Everett Scott. God bless. That's all. Anyway, how did we get here?
1: Uh, He looks
0: like someone who would be in that movie. Yes, there we go. I was
1: like, I don't remember how we got there. No. (laughs) Um, The episode opens with this crazy, like, there's these quick little racist... Things that get said by them about like Tracy's like if if I have a strawberry. Oh, are we repeating them? I'm not completely. <laughs> <laughs> so we learn that uh, that sorry that Kenneth has a strawberry allergy. Mm-hmm. Um, Plot device. Yes, you, my, yes. This entire episode is about that, and like they just do these two little like about there, there's the sexist thing about females, and then something about Filipinos that we don't know about, and then I like that they cut that off because I don't know what that is. We, if I really went to go, what do you think? They were going to say that a Filipino. No, we're not Not going to talk about that.
0: Here's our new segment. What was the racist thing they were trying to do? And the segment is
1: over. (laughs) Real quick, real quick. Um, But so Kenneth ends up eating a strawberry and the paramedics show up. No, 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 no. The paramedics show up because of Lutz. Because Lutz yeah. gets hurt. Oh, because the pranksmen are at it again. The I guess these stories kind of intertwined. Yeah, that the pranksmen are at it again. They trick Lutz with a, they freak him out because there's a mouse in a box. And he runs into the monitor. And the monitor falls on. The paramedics show Overreaction. up. reaction. And Jenna starts flirting with this beautiful paramedic. Um, and then he leaves. And then it's like, how do I get him back? So there's a whole story with Scott Ads. It's with Pete. And I just love when he's like, there's a story of the girl who's at the funeral and she meets the love of her life. And how does she get him to come back? Well, you kill the father and Jenna like jumps on that and knows. And so very quickly, Pete realizes, Oh, <laughs> this was not a good idea to give to Jenna.
0: We just have like so it's a sociopath. Uh, I, I love this buildup of just like, how do you know if she's a sociopath? And she immediately takes <laughs> it as like, Oh, yeah. this is what, this is what I, this is a good plan. Yes. Of yeah. action. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I really enjoy. I love, first of all, let's, Every th- the past few episodes have been using Lutz a lot. Mm-hmm. And I just want to like validate how great of a choice that is. Yes. <laughs> John
1: Lutz is well I think done.
0: that's something I really gained in these rewatches is how much I enjoy Lutz as a character. Mm-hmm. Um, and how much particularly the real John Lutz leans into the performance of the 30 Rock John Lutz.
1: Because I, I think the first time like watching 30, we're not really paying attention as in detail as we are now. Like you kind of start thinking about less the same way everyone else does on the show you know oh he's just the goofy like he's never going to go anywhere in life and now really having the time to dig in and really appreciate how gross he is yeah Well, and how sad it is to be him (laughs) (laughs) I think that's part of it too
2: (laughs) yeah he's a sad man yeah
1: yeah very, very, very sad. heartbreaking. Poor, poor
0: Lutz. <laughs> I know, but I also just love that his gut. I, also, he reminded me. It, it just was such a weird. I I can't imagine being that afraid of a mouse. That's all. Anyway, <laughs> <And then laughs> at a point. That was just a dumb Lutz moment.
3: Yeah,
2: but Lutz, Lutz. It. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> we. I guess he never said that he's that scared of mice, but I guess we we find that out. Well, right like, then and there. Have you
1: ever freaked out? Like our m- one of my roommates texted me and my other roommate the other day. Like, oh, by the way, there's a mouse in the garage. And it's one of the things where like, I've. When I was school, like people had pet mice or whatever, we had them in the classroom for whatever we were doing, and I was never scared of them. But if I'm in the garage at midnight, barefoot, and a mouse runs in front of me, I'm screaming. Yes, yeah. right. Yeah. So That's like, wouldn't you if you open a box and then all of a sudden this mouse goes running around? Like, I think I I don't know if I'd scream the way he did and like running around sort of a <laughs> thing, but I think everyone we're all jumpy a little bit. Let's listen to the continue, <laughs> 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 well then, anyway, <laughs> so Jenna wants to see the paramedic again, so she puts strawberry in Kenneth's sandwich, and they and so and she's standing there like creepily watching him, and then the paramedics show up and she learns, oh, there's shifts because the hot guy is not there, um mm-hmm. which of course there's shifts, Jenna. I don't Is that just it's me? Such a, I just that? love
0: a rom com. I love a good rom com. And I love the rom com with a sociopath inserted in it. Because this guy, it's like a perfect meet cute, right? Like, she, you know, she works there. He's saving someone's life. And he, like, they put this absurd man yes. to be this character for her. Well, um, and yeah. And she
1: learns, she's like, I'm sorry. You're a big fan of mine and you're not gay? Not even by Curious? And he's like, I love your show. I read your blog. I've got all your albums, even the one you did with Phil Spector. <laughs> I still think that would have sounded better if he had shot me in the face, which is the second. Phil Spector reference in this show we get so
0: many him and Mickey Rourke <laughs> yeah. they kind of switched him out for Mickey
1: Rourke once the wrestler came out oh yeah yeah, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. um yeah so he sh- so now it's like okay I gotta do this again to get the paramedic here mm-hmm. right and so the paramedic comes well she goes what to is p- it
0: she goes to Pete and that like you said she asked yeah. his opinion so she d- she Poisons. She poisons Ken. Then he goes down, and then it's the two lady paramedics to which she's very disappointed. Yeah. She realizes it shifts, but then they fake it. That's what happens. The pranksmen yes, are pranks at it man. again to make her learn her ways. Yes. Um, and that's where we realize she's just dumb. Yeah. She's
1: not a sociopath. She's just dumb. <laughs> what does Pete uh, end up saying about like extreme uh, psychopath downgraded to extreme narcissist? Mm-hmm. <laughs> which I think is completely appropriate. But then it all comes around to. He, she didn't like him anyway because he had a kid, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> which is just typical Jenna, I think, just to be super into somebody and then, oh, wait, by the way.
0: Yeah, which I want to connect this with, so unless did you have any other thoughts about this plotline?
1: I don't think so. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Th- there, there was a weird moment where they were talking, and I was hoping you researched it. Jack later is talking to someone, and he makes reference to
1: Daryl Strawberry. Strawberry. <laughs> he was a Dodger. He was on the Dodgers, and he was a Christian pastor, too. He was a preacher. Just kind of a random Pastor Strawberry. Yeah, I know, right? Oh my but gosh. I was like Daryl Strawberry. Strawberry. Yeah,
0: it was like such a weird tie in. So I thought it must be a fake name. They're like, ah, oh, we couldn't find a <laughs> reference this week. Just use strawberry.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, but it was better than that. Yeah, that he once went to Miami with Daryl Strawberry. I'm like, All right.
0: I guess so you did. That doesn't sound that crazy though, if <laughs> he's a pastor.
2: Yeah. No, Daryl Strawberry was like like took a bunch of drugs. Oh,
1: oh so was he's that got the info. He's got
2: Yeah, more. I've got I'm, the info. on
0: when you give look us him the up now, he's like strawberry he download.
2: <laughs> um he uh started with the Mets in the 80s. Um and then uh I don't know, in the late 80s early 90s, he uh got busted. He was like did a bu- did cocaine a whole bunch and got suspended and his career basically ended.
0: And then he found the Lord. guess, like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, And
1: mm-hmm. I didn't know
2: he became a pastor. But.
0: That's fascinating.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's like the first thing that it popped up. Where, yeah, Daryl Eugene Strawberry Sr. is an American former professional baseball play baseball right fielder and an ordained Christian minister and author. He had a 17-year career in the ma- in Major League Baseball. Hmm. And he well, good for him. Kind turned it around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Was in the Yankees too. A popular part timer with the crosstown Yankees in the 90s. So he did went to the Mets and then went to the Yankees. Yeah. All yeah. right. Mr. Strawberry. Good to know.
0: <laughs> that's just, I just found that to be an interesting little like tie-in that they did you to the plot. Do you think it's
2: intentional? or?
0: Oh, I think so. I imagine. It's just so weird to hear the word strawberry in two different contexts. It's like the <laughs> yeah. homonym they play later. It's like, oh, which strawberry is it? Daryl <laughs> or the fruit? <laughs> no, I'm the afraid. other one. Yeah. <laughs> mm. The other strawberry. Exactly. And Because
1: that's, that's not a common last name.
0: Mm-hmm. nope nope, never heard it before. It's the last yeah. name in my life.
1: Um, and this okay? So, but in this storyline, we get so Kenneth right before he's about to die the first time, he yells as he's choking, "My real name is Dick Whitman," which I was like, I my and I I was like Dick Whitman, and I assumed he was somebody NBC related, and then oh, I guess he's oh, Mad.
0: no, that's a Mad. Yeah, which I've watched a Mad, mad, mad Men, but it's
1: been a while, and it was like not all the seasons. But yeah, so that's Don Draper's real name. You learn. Spoiler, um, which yeah, sorry, Don Draper, who's <laughs> John Hamm, so that's like a nice little crossover right there. No, yeah. Have you ever watched Mad Men?
2: Um, I did not watch Mad Men. I pretty <laughs> much only watch comedies.
1: Fair enough.
0: Flame <laughs> you. Mad Men's sad.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. um,
0: all my friends thought their boyfriends were cheating on them when they'd watch Mad Men, and I'm like, you know what? If they're watching Mad Men, maybe they uh, are. <laughs> they're getting ideas. Like, mm. Mm. I have feelings, <laughs> but whatever. Um, no, but <laughs> I love that tie-in again I because Kenneth. It, we're getting this real picture of Kenneth by this point um and we're getting this real picture that he's um what am i trying to say that he's like like about his like life and his death and Mm -hmm. it's very mysterious you don't quite know when he was born you don't quite know where he comes from other than stone mountain georgia and then he gets all these weird tie-ins with pop tv pop culture if this were american gods he would be the spirit of television (laughs) that's all i'm saying
2: Yeah. yeah this is like is he immortal or something? Do we find We're that out? We're
1: slowly kind of learning that there's something... Well, there's something strange afoot. He's not yeah. just in his late 20s or early 30s, as you would think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's
0: just too many weird little things they Hint had.
2: And then, he also, when he does die, he says he brought something back with him. Yeah, my I, I think I brought something back with episodes, me, and then the...
1: The shadow, and the little... the cold. Yeah poor kenneth
2: what does that mean (laughs) i know right like is he like possessed by a spirit
1: something like that i don't know or he doesn't have a soul anymore he's cold on the inside i don't it well i mean we'll find out in season two of stranger things so
2: (laughs) oh that'd be great
1: (laughs) i want kenneth parcell to pop up in that so badly Mm -hmm. he would look exactly the same whether it's the 80s or the early 2000s Mm mm-hmm (laughs)
0: <laughs> he would fit that world really well actually. He's just one of the kids though. They don't ever Should talk about the fact that he's an adult, right? He just hangs yeah. out with all those kids.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'd watch that. I'd watch
0: that too. I'm actually l- we'll pitch I it. I did not watch
2: season one, but I'd watch it if it was Kenneth. You
0: know what? Worth your time. But also, if you don't like dramas, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: true. I, it's not a comedy. <laughs> I watched the first episode just to see what the fuss was about. But
0: did you see what the fuss was about? I mean This is a safe space. You can you can say what you think about Stranger Things. If no, you I'm
2: just not. It's not into it. It's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. It, yeah. We
0: get it. It's stand by me. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> also love Stranger Things. So this is this hurts me to even say it, but I do agree. <laughs> um, that's literally all I got from this Paul, and I thought it was just really funny. I think I just really liked seeing Pete. Um, and, and basically any Pete storyline
1: is the storyline for me.
3: Hmm.
1: <laughs> I wrote. I think it was in this episode that it was very weird to me that for like you hear a lot in the show how much Pete like. Tends to not like his life, whether he's married with the kids. Like he just eh, he's kind of a grumpy man about it. But for somebody who doesn't like his kids, there are a lot of pictures that his kids have drawn on the wall of his office. Like he opens up the door and you can just see like, okay, there's there's a something soft. There's a soul somewhere within Pete Hornberger. (laughs) Somebody somewhere in there. I just really also love the Pranksmen. I think that's the last
0: thing I would say about this storyline. Yes. They're absolutely adorable and dumb. Just that shot when later we see Jack being like, there are no men in this office, and he opens the door, and you see them like, what if we had fedoras? Yeah, yeah the fe- <laughs> can they have feathers? A- Flash forward to, he- uh, to all of them, and
1: Frank's is just the hat. It says fedora. It says
0: fedora on it.
1: Uh, Did the
2: uh, Pranksmen ever come back? I don't remember the, them in other episodes. Are they of
1: like maybe I couldn't remember. If this was the first time that's seen, I think it is the first time we've seen them, but they come back once, maybe twice more. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, it's not enough that you went. Oh yeah, we've seen this before, but it's not like completely recurring. Yeah. 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 I can't remember any of their other pranks though, but I know they do come back. Mm-hmm. I keep confusing them when I'm thinking, oh, the Pranksmen. It's not. It's the Best Friends Gang. When Kelsey Grammer's on with Jenna and Kenneth, like it's not the same thing, but they do their whole little birthday cake with sprinkles, cupcake. I can't remember what it is. Some cake place. Later on. Later, later on. Um, I think we should talk about Elisa. Talk about that's Elisa. The, that's the whole point. Elisa. Elisa. Yeah.
0: Le, uh, Le Negra, Le, La viegra, yeah. La viegra. La viegra. Yeah. Uh, La viegra.
1: Whatever. I so, don't know Spanish. I said so, French. We've, <laughs> we've already covered we've yeah. So this yeah. is the first time we've seen Elisa... Um, since episode 12 so this is we episode 19 so and it's been we saw her at the end of February and it's now the end of April so it's been about two months since we've seen her and we've missed her dearly <laughs> yes like oh, she missed Jack's birthday we've heard her referenced a few times um, but it's the first time we've seen her and so it starts with is she in at Liz's apartment or is she in Liz's office when she pops up
2: be the office. Office. the, yeah, office. the yeah. office. apartment would be too crazy. Yeah.
1: Well, so it, that. it works out later. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's <laughs> Puerto Rican <laughs> how she greets her and she, you find that the has been back for a couple weeks, but she can't accept his proposings of marriage. Of <laughs> uh because she has a deep dark secret and so lemon you just tell jack they just
0: turn her into an entire soap opera oh 100%. they just turn 100%. into a teleno- telenovela a novella. a novella i can't telenovela like plot line yes um and she meets it in such stride mm-hmm. i'm obsessed with selma hayek on this show i think she is the funniest thing she is easily my favorite of the
1: girlfriends did you see it's so like this is like I know some hike in general, but like this is what I know her from mostly. But I just saw, um, this was gonna be a third thirty at some point, uh, the Hitman's Hitman's bodyguard. No, I haven't seen it. Oh my gosh, she's in it, and I did not realize she was in it. And I'm like, This is hilarious. How was she? Oh, amazing. She's like the badass wife of the bad guy in prison the whole time. And she like yells at him like it's yeah, it's adorable. That's funny. She I guess she's Samuel L. Jackson's um wife. Ha! Yeah. <laughs>
0: You're Right, that's funny. Yeah, that's just it's really great. Funny, it's yeah. fantastic. I just think she's so because she's super hot. Let's just put it out there. Yeah, she's <laughs> super hot. They make that very clear. And it, she it, sh- she's incredibly funny. She has really good timing. She uses sh- her body really well to be mm-hmm. funny. I love watching her. And it just this show makes me sad that she hasn't done more comedy. Yeah. And that she probably mm-hmm. hasn't had good roles given to her for comedy. Um, I didn't I didn't see Beatrice for dinner. It didn't it uh, looked sad. So mm-hmm. I don't know if she was very funny in it oh or I not. I've never heard of that.
3: That I was that movie that, that
0: just came out with her, where she was like, she's the holistic healer, and it's basically like a class war uh, movie. Oh uh, okay. It looked it looked like a lot of people being mean to each other. So that's not my genre. Not so funny. Um, un- unless it's Veep. That's the only mean <laughs> thing I watch. Because it's perfect. But anyway, I just that's my diatribe. This is my plea to the world: give Selma Hayek more work, because she's the. F- I mean, she has a lot of work, but give her more because she's so funny. Yes. That's all. I think I said my piece.
2: Give her us a, a sitcom.
0: Yeah, Just let start her do something. I would
2: give her a Netflix sitcom.
0: Well, wait, I wonder if she to... produce Ugly Betty. I believe she was an executive producer on Ugly Betty. I'm like ninety percent sure. I don't yeah, remember. I think so. I Dope. This up. So <laughs> great. Discovering America Ferrera, kind
1: of. America Ferrera was on that Disney Channel movie. Also, I'm pretty sure sister of the Traveling Pants was before that.
0: I'm no, sorry. I think I think I think really? Ugly Betty was what did it. America Ferrera was it was in uh Puede, that movie Got to kick it up and then she was in Ugly Betty and then she was in Traveling Pants This is going to get ugly. We're going to get into this. This I must know. be
1: discussed. <laughs> Hold up. No, Scissors the Travel Packs was 05. Ugly Betty was 06. No,
0: right. shut up. All right, I take <laughs> I take it back. I was yeah. very confident. <laughs> well, Kelsey, my hat? My proverbial pranksman hat. Your fedora with my <laughs> feather <laughs> that no one only you two can see but can swear yeah. that it exists. It is a great figure. It's beautiful, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. It I is uh, green with a blue feather, like that screen of the information you see. Did nobody, like the... Oh. In the episode, there's like the screenshot of the computer screen and like Liz makes a joke about it where it's like blue on green. Oh, yeah. Well, no. With,
0: uh, where, no, she's the writing, the text. She's yeah. Like, why yeah, would yeah. You, why did you put
1: text on green? Yeah. So I was saying you've got the blue. Oh, so and that's the green what it hat. is. A green hat. Great. Sorry. It's a lot more funny when you have to like describe a <laughs> joke in detail. Yeah. <laughs> that's my comedy. So,
2: yeah, you've got that diagram and mm-hmm. you have right and you right. <laughs> <laughs> laser pointer.
0: Yeah, exactly. So the joke started here, but it ended here. I yeah. love it. <laughs> So that's my thing. Uh, I love her.
1: Yes. So she's back. So then Liz is like working up the courage to tell Jack, like, sorry, Elisa is uh, not coming back to see you. And then she shows up in the office anyway. Um, Elisa does. And I love you and I'm back and all that good stuff. And so there and love and Liz is like, well, you got to tell her anyway. Um, You've got to tell Jack and mm-hmm. like, no, you're going to blah. blah, blah. And she pulls her hair. Ah, and they're all excited.
0: <laughs> I really like that. Liz thinks the secret is that she's a man.
1: Oh, my god! And then she's like, do you want
0: to see me naked? And Liz's gut response is like, kind of. Sort of, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then she kisses her, and she's like, well, I see why he likes it. (laughs) This
1: is all of us, man. This is all of us when we're just overwhelmed by how good-looking people are. Right? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So, then they're having a – so, Jack and Elise and and Liz are having a discussion, and they say – oh, because Jack is like, did she say anything to you about wanting to keep her maiden name? And so, they end up saying her full name, and – the janitor, whoever's in there, the lady who's in there freaks out when she hears Elisa's name. Mm-hmm. Black um, widow. Yeah. And they keep calling her the, <laughs> we're going to try and pronounce this. Viuda Negra. V.I.U.D.A. La Viuda Negra. This is a very white <laughs> room right now. I, I can't speak to this.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Not trying to out you. <laughs> Matt. Hey. But yeah, it's fine. You'll own it. All right. Good. <laughs> yeah. So they end up looking it up and finding out that she's the black widow and that she previously killed her. She killed her prior husband. And, oh, my goodness, they're freaking out. So, the, yeah, so this screen pops up. Um, what did Amy tell you that? It's, that it's, it's this, this explaining what it the, says, Black the Black Widow It says, the Black
0: Widow, don't make her mad. I wrote, better to pretend there are no other women in the world. Uh-huh. Do not demonstrate laughter. Do not touch women without her permission. Do not touch her without her permission. Yeah. <laughs> Amy basically said it sounds like they just asked them to speak Spanish. Be like, just make this guy sound
1: very upset. Oh, when, well, I, so I sent a screenshot of it to John. And I was like, did this say anything particularly funny? I imagine talking about a woman named the Black Widow who killed her husband. And he's like, so uh, she's known for killing her husband. Don't look at anyone else. Don't touch anyone else. Don't even pretend to like anyone else. She's a beautiful woman. And it's dangerous to think anything else. <laughs> Um, it's like it's not like it's one particular sentence that's funny, but it's just going for the absurdity of it being over the top. I'm like, sounds about right.
0: <laughs> yeah, Amy, I mean, Amy was like, I remember it being funnier. It's pretty
1: funny in Spanish. I was like, great. <laughs> <laughs> Um and then it c- so oh my goodness yeah so that happens and oh because they're like we need somebody who speaks Spanish and Elisa pops up saying I speak Spanish, and so she admits what happened and then she why are you not in prison because they couldn't get an impartial jury because of that song that came out.
0: Jalisa, Jalisa. <laughs> which we've been singing that be song for months. No, it's because <laughs> every time I think of
1: Elisa, I think of that song. That's why you think of. Sisa. Um, but there's a th- sh- it goes to the picture of the band and I swear the guy in front looks like Zach Braff. Like the very the guy in front of the whole band. It's I th- not though. I thought it was him. I took a picture <laughs> of it because I swear it freaking looks like Zach Braff. His post-Garden State career move. Right, but like,
2: like, but during, during Strub, still.
1: <laughs> look at this. He looks like Zach Braff, the guy in front. Oh damn it! It actually does. I was gonna make a lot of fun of you, and that actually no, looks it like It does, a does look like. Can Zach I see Braff. it? Because your phone. Yes, I'll post a picture of this so other people can agree with us.
0: Dear Lord, he has Zach Braff face, <laughs> right? <laughs> I like was so ready to <laughs> mock you, Kelsey. i was so I apologize. <laughs> I
1: appreciate. Like I was like, dang, like it looks like freaking Zach Braff. It's, he's got <laughs>
0: such Zach Braff face. Your ward.
1: Um, but so he's in the band. <laughs> Maybe it's Zach Braff. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think to look at Zach Braff's credits, but it wasn't even mentioned in the um, what's that thing called in a, the AV Club article or anything. So Zach Braff is in an episode of Community as J.D.
0: Yes. He also shows up as J.D. in the, one of the later episodes of Undateable because it was created by the same uh, creator, Bill Lawrence.
1: Uh, oh, I forgot he's in two episodes. Sorry, now I'm looking at another oh, just the, Let's go oh, down the Zach career <laughs> of Zach Braff. Let's have
2: I wrote decision. a scrub spec also. Ooh, <laughs> that's true.
0: I love
3: that's it. That's fun.
1: <laughs> what, what era of
0: scrubs were you capturing? Earlier years, mid-years, the final years, interns?
2: That <laughs> <laughs> would have been... We probably wrote it like after season three. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So
1: oh, well, still good. All right, it's true-ish. still I, think, I mean, that was a yeah, a solid. That's
0: a show we don't talk about anymore culturally, and I think it's because it's shame. off of Netflix now. That's partially everything's off of Netflix. I know. Everything, everything illegal happens in New Jersey. <laughs> that was a Hamilton quote. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't care about New Jersey either way. <laughs> I'm just making it worse. <laughs> it's all right.
1: We'll just keep going. <laughs> so. They're trying to be like, you know what, Jack, like so at one point Jack's kind of trying to justify like everyone or Liz's everyone had a bad day, everyone makes mistakes. Somewhere right now, someone is on a J date with Monica Lewinsky. Oh. Which this just made me think have you read Bossy Pants? No, not so Tina Fey's book Bossy Pants. She has a whole story about Monica Lewinsky in it. I don't remember it. Oh, you don't remember? So I can't remember when it was, but she like got a text or call from one of her friends saying, "Get down here right now! Like I'm hanging out with Monica Lewinsky." And so she went and she says that the only the one time that she learned something from Monica Lewinsky and that she learned that when you're applying facial cream, use your ring finger instead of your middle finger because it puts on softly. But she ends up saying like that I can't remember if it was right after everything happened. Um, it must've been, sorry. It must've been right after everything happened, but her just talking about, like her having drinks with Monica Lewinsky and someone's, and that, that was the advice that she received. Monica Lewinsky was like, when you're putting on night cream and she makes some joke though about like whoever the reporter was that like Monica Lewinsky spilled everything to right after it happened based on how freewilling Monica was talking with Tina and them. Like maybe she wasn't quite the journal, <laughs> the, like the reporter you thought she was, because she was <laughs> very forgiving of information. Um, but that just made me think of that story from Boston. That's again.
0: funny. I forgot that she interacted with Monica Lewinsky. But uh, I yeah. now that you say that, I do remember that. Interesting. Well, Monica Lewinsky has been doing a lot of press and stuff lately, too. She, like, did a whole, like, forgive me thing. But I think they kind of shut it down because it was pre-election. And I think the Clintons were like,
1: uh, yeah, you go hide under cover <laughs> for let's a while longer. This is not your moment right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is not your moment. Uh, bad timing, Monica. We're already having issues with Bill's other women. Like, let's. <laughs> We got here. Oh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're seven months behind. Sorry, guys. Eight months, nine <laughs> months down. What? It's October now. It's at been almost point. a year. I mean, yeah, it's been. Oh, oh man. Moment of silence for 2017. <laughs> 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 this took a dark turn. Bring it, sorry. Bring it down.
0: Real quick, real quick. Uh,
1: Let's go back
2: to the 30 Rock in the in the Bush years when things are good. <laughs> <laughs> still
1: in the Bush years or Obama. This is uh, this is '09, so Obama. Obama, Obama. Yeah. Okay. yeah.
2: Oh, we we've, we've okay. <laughs> the good years at this point.
1: <laughs> remember when? Remember when? Um, but so it comes down to Elisa's like, well, as long as you promise never to cheat on me, you'll be fine. Um, uh, and Jack doesn't think he can commit to that, and so they end up breaking up.
0: That's literally what happens. Which is, yeah. I love, I just love Liz's absolute frustration <laughs> with it. Well, like they just the that he can't promise. He's like, what if I'm in, uh, in a, on an a ice cave, cave with, with a, a comely. <laughs> love the word comely. A comely geologist. <laughs> um he's an idiot uh. but also i would not marry elisa that sounds like a terrible plan
1: oh totally i was trying to think though have you i've been like if you were dating somebody you're in a series, or maybe you were even married at that point and then you found out something from your past if you found out the person you were married to or uh, married to is like the like you can bring up with a boyfriend girlfriend. like you're married to somebody what from their past would be unforgivable
0: I, this is too big a question, man. <laughs> <laughs> this
2: is scary um, murder, definitely. Would it be murder if they came out. Bluster <laughs> things too, but definitely murder.
1: <laughs> well, uh, so should no murder ever be in a serious relationship ever again? I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> Should like, they? I <laughs> hard like I think it would depend on like, not the type of but like I, what, what murderers <gasps> do you know well, that you're like, like If it's it, so romantic, I guess, I guess it's not considered murder for self-defense or something like that, but right. like but also like if you were a murderer and you it was years ago, you were a stupid teenager, you know you old you're like, oh my goodness, and you've gone through you've gone through, pre- you've <laughs> gone through therapy, you've figured your stuff out. at what point in dating do you share that information with the person you're dating? Like fun fact: when I was little, I used to. Or whatever, like, I used to kill people (laughs) just for fun on the weekend. I used to
2: kill a
1: person. Yeah, just once. Just (laughs) once. (laughs) I used to kill a person (laughs) over and over. It was a a weird quantum leap situation. I just couldn't decide, like, if there's ever a, like, because you hear stories of somebody who's, like, husband and, like, she stuck with him through prison. Like, would you, I don't know. Clearly, have no tolerance. I'm I know, like, yeah, no. Nope. To the curb, <laughs> no. I don't know. Just As like, the cops ugh. are pulling up to take him away, you're calling your lawyer. Like, mm-hmm. by the way, uh, like serve the Jimmy's papers. <laughs>
0: you're getting the papers in prison. Right. Um, Where are you being sent to? <laughs> <laughs> Consider yourself served. Um right. No, I like literally this is just a very dark question and I uh, I know, sorry. No, it's not I'm glad you asked <laughs> the hard questions, Kelsey. This episode is just weirdly dark. <laughs> um, I think I
1: like your answer. Murder. <laughs> it's, it's probably so the that's for me. That's the line. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean I don't like murder. <laughs> so I want to make sure I'm well, very clear on well. that. I'm not pro Put that knife there. <laughs> <laughs> um, my other question I had, so like, oh, okay, because the opening scene is Jack and Liz at the jewelry store. Oh my gosh, that guy <laughs> behind
0: the jewelry counter is a gem. Like
1: ha, she's get it? jewelry s- gem. Uh, wah, wah, wah. Oh, <laughs> she's
0: very spirited, uh, bing, like uh, a
1: show horse. And Jack pulls out the. Who, who do any any of you, either of you, have physical pictures in your wallet anymore? I'm not a I, 50-year-old man.
2: I um, I have never had pictures in my wallet. Okay,
1: I definitely yeah. did when I was in like high
2: school.
3: Yeah, have you and your friends, like yeah, uh, time.
0: No, I I don't. Um, I don't have photos in my wallet. I'm, but it's a plot point. Yeah. Okay.
1: But no, uh, all... Jack.
2: It makes sense. I, yeah. I guess it does. Jack would do that.
1: Mm-hmm. But the picture he pulled out of Lisa, I wrote down, I was like, oh, she's wearing the red dress from the quinceañera a couple of episodes. Well that makes her
0: look super hot. Well, yeah. but then
1: I, then w- you, you see her like the next time later in the episode, she's wearing what looks, I thought it was the same dress, but it's a top that's red, frilly, low it's cut. The same one. And yeah. then she's wearing the red dress later. So she has a top, a red top, low cut and the low cut red dress. Do you
0: mean the woman who is famous for having an incredible <laughs> body has some low cut, cut, <laughs>
1: I don't. That it's the red, which maybe like reds was like evil blood. Like maybe that's what playing into that. Uh, maybe there is
0: like the whole like and the the, the um the very emotional right. Yeah, she yeah just yeah. Pulling out the handle, the red
1: usually means passion. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but I was just like, oh, she's. W- it's a picture from the Kinsanier. Oh no, maybe it was a picture from Everyday because it sounds like she wears the same thing
0: day. I'm glad we're getting to the logistics <laughs> of when this photo was taken. <laughs> yeah, I'm was pretty like sure it was just a screenshot that they printed out from the show. <laughs> <It's> <laughs>
1: probably true. Probably Most true.
0: likely. Uh,
1: um, I t- like her T-shirt. Which what the uh, frack? what the frack?
0: Which okay, apparently. I'm so sorry to have this conversation with you while wearing such a silly T-shirt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which apparently was made specifically for this episode, and then people s- they sold it. It was not like a pre-existing Battlestar Galactica shirt. Wait, what the frack is a Battlestar Galactica quote? Mm-hmm. Frack is their f-word. Oh, I thought people just said that. Mm-mm. It's a Battlestar. Galactica She's a Battlestar Galactica, Galactica fan. This is a twist. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. Did you
0: peg her Elisa as like a, Gattl- a Battlestar fan? A Battlestar Balactica? Yes.
1: <laughs> I like that so much.
0: <laughs> Kelsey's version. That's the next podcast we do is Battlestar Balactica.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, like that flows so nicely. I don't know why it does. To me, it flows very nicely.
0: Oh, no. Because both are hard consonant sounds.
1: Yeah. It just. Oh, man. There was something. Because I got I that about the shirt was in the um, IMDb trivia uh yeah, the Battlestar Galactica. What the fracture samurai wears was custom made for the episode. It has since been made available for sale.
0: Mm. Um, something I really enjoyed about this storyline um is we get another great. Elisa always does this thing where she messes up the phrase "cuckoo for cocoa puffs." Mm-hmm. But did we get this one? We got uh, "loco for co- uh, loco for choco poofs." Yeah, choco <laughs> poofs. Um, and Amy reminded me I had forgotten that she says Cuc- uh, "cuckoo for cocoa poops."
1: Oh, was that another one one she said? Yeah,
0: so there's three because I also love Coco for cuckoo puffs. (laughs) <laughs> it's so funny. I love it. I don't know why I find that adorable, but it's a weird <laughs> runner to give a character that she cannot
2: yeah. get the
1: cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs.
2: Like, who, like, no one would say, who like, the, the normal way, yeah. like, on a regular basis.
1: Uh-uh. She's and cool. now she, that's like the one cereal she eats, apparently. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm going to say from now is on. Is that on the, the secret to a hot Cocoa body? Is <laughs> just Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> is that what we've learned?
2: <laughs> she just eats Cocoa Puffs and watch Battlestar Galactica all the
1: time. This all is time. not
0: <laughs> fitting. <laughs> this doesn't make sense. I love it. I love that. The Selma. The Hayek diet. Yeah. (laughs)
1: That's
0: amazing. I like
1: that a lot. I think we should also talk about night cheese. Yeah. Well, so. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. You can talk about that.
0: Well, I just think we should, I just think it's it b- exists. We get it. It <laughs> happens. We're finally, anyone who's been listening and has been watching along, you now know why we have a lot of cheese in our visuals. Yes. Because of this. Because her and that slanket, which she loves and says multiple times, it's not product placement, I just like it. mm mm-hmm. um, It does look very comfortable when she wears it.
1: When this will relearn, I'm pretty sure, I can't remember if it's in the, or it's in some article I read, like, they had to pay so much money for her to sing that song. Why? Because it's based on a real song. What song? It's, is night-, well, it's, well, it's night Moves. It's
2: yay. It's Bob um, Seger.
0: Oh, I'm
2: surprised it's such a short clip. You think it'd be it'd be short enough to be fair use? You think? I guess they had to.
1: I remember I I had this argument with my friend a couple of months ago because I didn't I didn't know who had sung it, and it was like this whole thing. And but yeah, but they and I remember looking it up then, like oh yeah, they had to pay a lot of money for it in order for them to use it.
2: Good for Bob
0: Seger. Yeah, fight those fights, those really big hills. Take it, (laughs) get get your money, Bob. Um, so trying. if I sing it right now, am I gonna have to pay Bob Seeger some money?
1: And believe you are paying for that. I'm not
0: <laughs> <laughs> working on my. You can bill Kimberly Lucas. <laughs> At Kimberly Lucas, not anything else. Yeah. Um, I just I, it was great to have that moment. That's all. I just wanted it's to celebrate it. it. It's beautiful. Um, and the other thing I wanted to say is. Actually, no, this has to do... I think we should talk about Tracy. There was nothing else that I really wanted to cover with this Yes, we have to talk about that whole thing. We have thing. to talk about Tracy because I find this deeply funny. And this is a big moment if we're talking... Particularly, someone we have someone here who loves canon um, from what you do. And story mm-hmm. canon, this is a
1: huge moment. Tracy, mm-hmm. when we find out that he does not cheat on his wife. where it has... Yeah. You've thought that the intent with the amount of strip clubs he goes to and just little things he The way he, he treats said, women in general. Yeah, you assume yeah. that he's got... His own little female entourage that he can just hit up whenever he wants. Because you know,
0: freaky deekies need love too. They do. Freaky deekies <laughs> need love too. But he does not cheat on his wife. We found it. Because yep. Jack, for some reason, turns to Tracy for advice.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think, because
0: didn't he go to he
2: did he go to Liz first and he he's well like, no. yeah
1: yeah 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 because he because she's the closest thing to a man.
0: Because mm-hmm, the pranksmen are the worst. No, you're right. He goes to Liz and she's like, "Well, bro, I guess you gotta find yourself a comely geologist." So he turns to Tracy for help.
1: Well, uh, beca- because I the re- you know the reason why he goes to Tracy's cuz it's the 20th anniversary of the first time that Angie and Tracy met in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um and they met when she was working at at Diker Heights' Arthur Treacher's. Do you know what that is? No.
2: That's a fish uh-huh, it's, restaurant. Yeah, it's
1: like a Long John Silver equivalent, Arthur Treacher's. Um have you, have you ever been to both? One?
2: No, I think I must have had them in Michigan because uh, I remember them. You've
1: interesting. Seen
2: I don't think I've seen. It. I just maybe saw commercials or something. Okay,
1: okay. That's I was like I I'm like I heard it and I went, "What did they just <laughs> say?" And I'm like, "Oh, Diker." They just went in one ear and out the other. <laughs> uh, but yeah, which this is another shrimp is a food recurring theme in this show, and so this is another example of uh, shrimp
0: popping up as a fancy, yep. meaningful food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and
1: Tracy was residing there. <laughs> 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 living at the arthur Treacher's, but so i think that's th- funny now that i know it's a long john silvers uh-huh. <laughs> that's entertaining why does the pope like long john silver like the whole thing isn't that a whole <laughs> thing that comes up later on it is um but yeah so <laughs> he's trying trace is trying to figure out what present should she give should he give his wife the jean jacket with hot bitch in diamonds or a slinket <laughs> for sure and hot you get bitch. sue modeling the slinket over there in the i know <laughs> she's so good at it too uh, and then Tracy says you're wise Liz Lemon like a genetically Manipulated shark <laughs> But I think because that's why Tra- Jack goes I think because that's just the thing like oh clearly he Knows a little bit about love That's. I was just I've been rewatching Parks and Rec and There's this whole scene where like Uh Leslie Knope walks in and she's like, "Well, because we're all whore about love," and, and Jerry's in the corner like, "My wife Gail and I have married for twenty one years," and Liz, uh, and she's like, kind <laughs> <laughs> <been> of <hilarious. Jerry. laughs> very successful marriage to a very beautiful woman, <laughs>
0: Christy Brinkley,
1: dear yeah. God. Um, but so yeah, so then Angie tells Tracy that he wants her to get a tattoo of her face and her name on his body.
0: Smart woman, label her man. She's labeling her man.
1: <laughs> there is <laughs> labeling and like also, I don't want my face on anybody.
0: I, I have to beg to differ. you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is what
0: I require now. No murderers. My face on your body. Wow. Uh, I drive a hard bargain, Matt. I'm, I'm glad. To, I'm glad we're all getting to know each other in this way. Um, no, I love this because I. This is one of those perfect Grizz.com Tracy interactions. Th- where you get Grizz is trying to oh no dot com is trying to pitch like okay she made this crazy request yeah what do we do and that moment where he draws the little mustache and he adds the mane is Tangiers, Tangiers and then yeah. just like yeah that's what I want a gay lion <laughs> <laughs> and then poor dot com being like the Tangiers football uh, the Tangiers uh, football team is a lion mm-hmm. Tangiers is in Morocco, Morocco yeah yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: and doesn't Grizz I think Grizz says. uh, or is it .dot com? Uh, <laughs> says uh, there's no no judgment in brainstorming.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes. No judgment in brainstorming. Says that. Yeah, I love that. Um, I wrote when I saw that picture, I was like, oh, like she looks like the lion from the Wizard of Oz. And then I was like, well, duh, it's a lion. I'm like, no, no, no. The Wizard of Oz lion is a human face with a lion. That's why it looks like the wizard from the Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I said the wizard from Lizard of Oz. It's the Gattlestar <laughs> Balactica. <laughs> I am now just having dyslexia today, is what we're learning. If we named
0: our episodes like other podcasts do, it would just be called Gattlestar Balactica. 100%.
1: Mm-hmm. 100%. Um, but so that ends where he ends up getting the tattoo of Tangiers on him.
0: Yeah, because he's <laughs> drunk.
1: <laughs> that idiot.
0: I'm just a high functioning alcoholic.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what? Well, uh, so
2: we learn like Tracy's a high functioning alcoholic, not a cheater. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And uh, Jenna's not. A sociopath, just a...
1: A high function... Something (laughs) uh, narcissist.
2: Something narcissist, a class... Extreme,
1: extreme narcissist. You're right. We learned so much about the characters. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: We learned they're not completely terrible. Mm -hmm. They just are slightly terrible. Yes,
1: (laughs) just slightly. I I love that we learned that Kenneth calls his harmonica a mouth radio. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. That's up there with Waterbug. Yeah. Channel changer. Channel changer. Mm -hmm. I love that a lot. Um, We had a couple of Frank hats in this episode. So we had, at the beginning, Frank had a hat that said Space Gravy, and then later on it said Flower, and then he put the fedora on top of it and it said Fedora, mm-hmm. which I liked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the one other thing I would say is that the guy who wrote the AV Club article for this episode did not like this episode, because episode specifically because, I guess, the office episode, they were saying how like they ended Salma Hayek's run, at the same time... Um, Idris Elba's run was finishing on the office's Charles mining mininger, oh, and they're like he was just like that was just such a good episode, and that they didn't really like this episode, but I did like this episode.
0: I really enjoy it. I think I'm just sad to see Lisa go. Mm-hmm. I love her very much. Mm-hmm. What did you think, Matt?
2: Um, I I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen an episode in a while, so it's hard to compare it to what other other episodes were in this mm-hmm. particular season, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of laughs, a lot of good times. Does
1: it make you want to keep, like, rewatch 30 Rock? A little bit, yeah. You have a week to do it before it falls off of Netflix. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's pretty tragic. We're, we're mourning over here. <laughs> it's pre- we're very sad. Yeah. Um. But that's all I think. I just had a couple lines I really Yeah, any liked. favorite lines? Do you have any math that you like from this episode that you can I
2: remember? mean, that's that uh, No Judgment and Brainstorming <laughs> I thought was, was really perfect. Mm hmm.
1: <laughs> I really like that Tracy says, um,
0: "the one, she's the one." I got that after watching The Matrix, <laughs>
1: which is so funny. Um, I yes, that, that that whole the one el uno, the like that thing was like a great little comment. And Jack's like, "Where did you hear that?" <laughs> <laughs> um, I love the line. Oh, I had it bolded. Where did it go? Um, oh, where when they come where. Pete is yelling at the guys and he's like I hope you guys learned a lesson like while Lutz is getting patched up because of you guys we almost lost a monitor (laughs) (laughs) not Lutz got hurt and could have died no we almost lost a monitor Mm -hmm. Oh and we also learned that Jenna's Animal Rescue Shelter is supplying Quesadilla me to animal amusement parks <laughs> So gross <No. laughs> so nasty <laughs> um, I just
0: want to add the l- this is the last thing I really really Enjoyed I love that he calls her Liz Lemon Cool J that's one of the better <laughs> Liz Lemon names that he's given her I thought that one was because I had to think about it for a sec It was
1: adorable uh, I like that a lot
0: mm-hmm. But that's what I thought for this episode it was a really Good one
1: yeah I think so. I'm trying to see if there's anything else that I wanted to make sure we said Rest in
0: peace Elisa.
1: Yeah, we see her, I think, once more, way, way, way later on. Yes. Oh gosh, it's a long time. Yep. Way later. It's on. It's a long, long time away. But, um, I th- think that's it for the episode. Though. Oh, then I'm gonna add one thing.
0: I thought it was really, really there was. Here's two directorial choices I thought were very good because this is what I bring mm-hmm. to the table. I love that right when she's poisoning, uh, Kenneth with strawberries. There's a very sinister version of Muffin Top playing in the background. Wait, when? When uh, when Jenna is poisoning Kenneth. Oh. There's okay. There's a very sinister version. Buh, 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 I like that. Buh, that is just Jeff's song. It's really, I just, anything Jeff Richmond does. Um, And then the other, there was one other moment, but maybe I can't find it. Oh, I just love that the, I, did, I literally wrote The Rise and Fall of Brian Williams. That's it.
1: Mm, oh, oh yeah. I know. Oh my goodness. That he gives out the fake phone number and it calls Brian Williams. It
0: just always makes me slightly bittersweet. I love how funny he is on this show, but it just makes me really bittersweet when I see him. It's like, oh, bummer. Yeah. He should
2: have just stuck with comedy and never <laughs> got into journalism.
0: Worked for his daughter. Yeah. yeah. Worked out great for his daughter. I don't know what that reference. Allison Williams was on uh, girls.
1: Oh yeah. She, and then she married the
0: creator of Funny Ado- f- oh the, the 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 head of Funny or Die. So oh. comedy's she doing was, great for her.
2: She was Peter Pan, right?
0: Yes. So comedy's doing great for her. Right. <laughs> <laughs> why
2: can't can't brian williams be in peter pan
0: that's the peter pan i'd watch yeah he plays hook it's really good that'd be really actually i'm really into this idea now
2: it's like a very very dry deadpan hook yeah it's like i'm hook that's my brian williams it's really
0: good (laughs) oh thank you i really appreciate it i like i felt like he was in the room right then
1: where can people find you as a person online and if you have any shows and stuff and then also make sure to plug your podcast
2: uh yeah uh i'm on twitter at mansermatt uh this is my last name first first name last uh also uh, my podcast Skeeterial. um that's uh, you can find that uh on a boardwalk audio boardwalkaudio.com slash or we're on on twitter and facebook you can like and follow us there um that's about it. Help us find Skeeter. We are we're very worried.
1: <laughs> I like it. You can find me places at Redheaded Blonde on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, that's it. That's the only places you can find me.
0: At Kimchi Lucas, go. I have have th- it's just going to be a lot of photos from my hike, so that's all. <laughs> it's just
1: and then you can find our podcast places at Talk30 Rock to Me on Twitter and Instagram. Send us emails, talk 30 rock to Me at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook. And we're still willing that if you leave us a review and then send us an email saying, hey, I just left you a review, we will happily send you one of our podcast stickers. They're really dope. Do it. Yep. Cool. <laughs> well, <laughs> yep, they are. Uh, thank you, Matt, so much for being here. Yeah, thanks uh, for having me. This was a lot of fun. Mm hmm. Cool. All right. Well, bye guys. Mm, Bye.